So welcome to another podcast of Body Over Mind. So this is Mike Chain and your co-host, Stephen Ye. So today we want to talk about the subject of success and happiness. And particularly, we know that success does not bring happiness. I think most people have heard this a million times. But let's dive into why that is and also another viewpoint that I like to share. So I want to start off by talking about the most obvious thing, which is you've heard this a thousand times. Success doesn't bring happiness. Money doesn't bring happiness. So my question is, why is everyone working so hard? Why is everyone busting their tails, feeling bad, feeling frustrated, feeling stressed, and not doing anything about it? Why do they keep going? And when you ask them, why are you doing it? And they tell you, you know, because I want to create happiness or I want to create financial security. I'm doing it for my family. But yet, when you look at their life, they're not spending time with their family. They've been at it forever, and they don't seem to be getting the results that they want. They don't have the financial security. Is it the fact that they are doing it for happiness, or are they really doing it for something else? So, in my perspective, you know, I'm when you're speaking about this, and and this is a subject that you know has been on my mind for quite some time as well. Just because I have found myself in times of my life where I am chasing the money, and I have done that, and when I did get the money, you know, I was still not as happy and fulfilled that I thought I was going to be. So there was a period of my life where I really need to question, you know, why am I doing the work that I was doing? And when it comes down to it, like one perspective that I have, it, it really comes down to when Tony Robbins talks about the six human needs, or if you take a look at the different chakra systems. So if we just, let's say, focus on the six human needs, right? One of them is going to be financial security. Financial security, what does that mean? Feeling safe in the world because nowadays, money represents, especially when you don't have any, money represents survival, right? So in some ways, when you make enough and survival is, is not really in your consciousness anymore, then it goes into more about pleasure seeking. And you know now you have the money to go out and eat all these different foods and experience all these different places and and the pleasures of the world. But eventually, when, when you kind of get enough of that satisfaction, then it goes and comes down to significance, right? And then so in terms of significance, wanting to be, well, it depends on the person, wanting to be better than their past self or in general, most likely wanting to be better than others. All right, so you know we'll just stick with those three for now. There's there's different levels that I can see, but that's kind of you know what is coming up for me right now. Okay, so I totally agree with this, and I think when we look at financial security, if somebody's doing it for financial security, even if they were to make a lot of money, would it mean that now they feel financially secure? And I think. Most people would answer yes, but I want to challenge that. Have you ever spoken to a person that makes a lot of money? And then you ask them, you know, about their viewpoint of life, what drives them. And they'll tell you that they want to go and make more money. That the market is not 
doing the best. And even though there's a lot of money now, there may not be a lot of money later on. And they need to continue to secure. They need to continue to stack on the cash. Mm -hmm. But you look at this person, they got plenty of cash. And I'm not talking like, you know, 20,000 or 200,000. This guy may have a million or more in the bank. And yet they're still wanting to go and make more money. I got a quick story on that one. So I was living in Thailand at this nice little island and I have a buddy of mine who, you know, who lived there as well. And he's one of those people who got into coin and crypto early, early on, like 2011, 2012. Like he saw all this coming way before. And he just took, basically went all in, took all of that he had and he had a decent amount of money and put it inside. I imagine him to be at least, at the very least, a hundred million, probably plus, even in today's down market. And in that case, I remember having conversations with him and he, he was still dealing with financial security issues. So, and, and that really fascinated me because it's like he, in some ways he could retire 10, 20 times, you know, the 20 lifetimes. But what, what I really kind of got from that was that it really doesn't, mount, doesn't matter the amount of money that you actually make. It, it really comes down to the mindset that you have and the consciousness that, that is, lies within you. Yeah, and this serves also for people that you meet that doesn't have a lot of money. And you talk to them and everything is all good. They're not going to tell you that I have a lot of money and that's why. They'll tell you, yeah, you know, money's a little tight, but it's all good. Yeah, it's no problem. You know, we'll get by. We always do. And you can tell by their attitude, by their mental mindset that they are not worried about money, even though they don't have a lot. So what's really going on? If it's not really about the money, then what is it really? And uh, Stephen, you know, you were talking about chakra systems, you know, and when we have an imbalanced chakra system, that means one part of your energy center is lacking. It's blocked. That affects the way that you see the world. That affects how you think. And the base chakra, the root chakra, when we have a problem with there, when that area is blocked, it's very common that people will run into financial security issues. People run to money scarcity, no matter if they have a lot of money or not. This is why you got people that got a lot of money and still have problems and people that don't have a lot of money and they could still have problems. So to solve this, it's not about making more money. To solve this, it's about filling up that energy center. It's about removing the blockage. Now, I'm not saying that you don't need to make money because we need it for to live. But you don't want to live in this scarcity mindset to where you're constantly feeling lack. You feel like you're always having to fight for survival, despite having a lot or having a little, doesn't matter. To get out of that, we got to go ahead and satisfy the energetic side of things, which is number one. And that is just making sure that energy is filled, that there's no blockages there. And this is the root chakra. We're not, I'm not going to dive too much into that. You know, but the root chakra is the base chakra. It's all the way on the bottom. It's the bottom of the spine. I can definitely relate to this in, in my life in general because, you know, growing up, in some ways, my family was 
decently well off. We're, we, we lived in a good neighborhood. We, we lived in Bay Area, but the mindset was super poor. And every day was, was constant like battles and fights about money and not having enough, et cetera. And, and so growing up, I thought I was just amazingly poor. But as I kind of scope out and take a look, you know, we were decent, you know, we were well off. So again, it was, it was a mindset thing. But besides that, I could feel how, you know, it, even though I still consciously know all of this, I can see how it still affects me in my life today. Even though I've been consistently working through it throughout the last few years or so. And for me, at least right now, it's a process. I can, I can see that I'm shedding more and more of that as I continue to do the process. But, you know, at least right now, it's just taking some time, you know. And my situation right now, it's decently pretty good. But those type of thoughts do come up from time to time. And I notice them. And I can also, I can also observe that my root chakra, that area is not as stable as it could be. I can feel the imbalance in the area, even just physically. Well, here's a way to be able to tell if you have an imbalance in your root chakra. Because the root chakra is about survival. But survival also means reproduction, sex. So if you find yourself constantly desiring sex, everywhere you look, it's sex, 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 sex. That's a big sign that you have a imbalance. You have an imbalance in your root chakra. You have an imbalance in that energy center because you're longing for more energy down there because you're lacking it. There's not a strong base. And when you look around, this is, this is people's lives. They're either going after money or they're craving over sex. And I think when somebody recognizes this, it's, it's not that they have to stop doing what they're doing as far as making money and, you know, having fun in their life and finding the right partner and things like that. But when someone recognizes this, they need to create a balance in their energy. Because if they don't, then no matter the amount of money that they're going to make, they're not going to be satisfied. They're always going to be in this lacking mindset. And no matter how awesome of a partner that they find, they're going to mess it up. And I hate to say it that way, but it is what it is. They're going to mess it up. Why? Because they are... Have, they have that desperate energy. There's a sense of lack. So the way they're going to deal with this relationship, the way they're going to approach this relationship is with that sense of lack. This is where the jealousy comes in and the envy and all of the common things that so many people are dealing with. You don't have to deal with any of those things if you just satisfy this energy center and balance it out. So... There's also another way that I feel that you can really notice it as well. Besides, you know, just the sexual arousal and constantly want to go out and, and, you know, feel that sexual feeling. I would say it's, it's both extremes. It's one, that extreme that you just talked about. And the other extreme is also when you have completely no desire at all. And for myself, I've experienced both. And for me, I understand that something is very, very off 
when I'm in those extremes. I see what you mean. So it's either overly active or not active. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Well, something recently that I've been, I've been really working on because I do know that for myself, my first, second chakra is, is not as aligned as it can be. And so I've been doing a bunch of like bridges on my couch because I've noticed that I just have these very tight hip flexors. And I've noticed that it's throwing my, even the physical balance off in my body in that area. And so I've been doing these bridges. And as I'm doing these bridges, I can feel that the, the psoas muscles in the front is like, they're like, they're like overly tense and overly tight, which is funny because generally when you're doing bridges, you're not really supposed to feel that muscle. But because of the, how it's like right now, it, it's, I can feel a lot of like struggle and, and tightness there when doing this. And the more that I've been doing it, I can find that my hip alignment is actually starting to get better and better and better. And so this is something that I'm going to experiment with for the next month or so, but it seems like it's working out quite well right now. Yeah, and w when you release uh, tension in your body, you may find that suddenly you don't have that strong desire, like your, your, your urges kind of balance out. And this is because when we release that tension in the body, our energy starts to be able to flow. And now the way that we approach either money or sex or anything else, there's not this attachment, this neediness anymore. And when I'm working with students, we have these things happen all the time when we're doing practice. And I just had somebody leave me a message just this morning saying that when he was in meditation, when he was done, he opened his eyes. And he had this glimpse, he looked up in the sky and he had this glimpse of his childhood. And he was just looking at the sky and he was seeing the blue clouds and all this stuff. And he had this glimpse of this childhood memory. And I told him it's, well, it's because you experienced a feeling very similar. And then therefore those memories come up. And so that's something. So when you loosen up the hips and you're loosening up certain areas of your body that's holding tension, that's not allowing the energy to flow. When you loosen that up, something common is you may release the urge, the urge for making, the urge to constantly want to make more money or the urge for sex or this worried sensation towards it. And it may be very subtle. It's just almost like things are now just feeling a little more okay. That's a common thing that somebody would run into. Once they open up a physical part of their body, they'll experience it you know, on the level of their mind as well as their emotions, which would just be a state of calmness. And I think this is one way, one way to help be able to open up that root chakra area. There are so many different yoga poses that are specifically designed for that. But what we're really looking at is just it's the base of your spine. So a lot of poses that have the legs being open, a lot of poses that are opening up the hips area. You know, they're all really good to help move that energy. And to be honest, like I always wondered, I always wondered why it feels so good for me to do the pancake split, you know, <laughs> where your legs are open, I go down the middle and I've been doing it for years. 
but there's times where I don't do it and I don't feel well. And I believe one of the reasons why is because of that, because that move along with a few other moves that I do, and it all has to do with keeping my legs kind of open and going down the middle and things like that. It gives me a sense of peace. And it's because it's opening up that area. It's keeping that part of my body from being blocked. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, as, as you talk about these things, you know, one of the statements that comes up for me is like the secrets, a lot of the secrets of life is actually in the subtleties. And as you start to shift all these kind of cool parts to one, loosen the chronic tension and then the other part is to tighten where, where there is a lack of tone as well and start to balance it out, your perception and, and how you see life really changes, right? So if, again, if we talked about like people more in like survival mode, you can, you can see it in their eyes and, and how, how they move around in life. You know, they're, they're rushing around and they're trying to get this thing done. And basically it's like, it's like, ah, I, I, I need to do this to, to eat and, and to provide for my family. It's this kind of energy, right? And in some ways, when the second chakra, the pleasure center is off as well, you can see this in the clubs. You go to the clubs and you watch the guys and you can see all these needy guys who, who really want attention and the sexual energy. And they're like going bouncing around from one to another. It's this kind of uneasy feeling, right? And then if we go to the third chakra, which is more about power and, and self-reliance and things like that and respect, what ends up happening when this is off, and this usually happens in business or, or in, in government and stuff like that, people are constantly trying to overpower each other and, and, and just overexert themselves to show that they're more superior than others. And I think because we see this so common that it's almost like a normal thing. So I guess to, to summarize today's, today's topic, if this is happening to you and you are constantly feeling a state of lack in your finances, no matter if you're doing well or not, we need to look at the energy centers in the body. We need to look at expanding those energy centers, removing the blocks. And just know that it doesn't have to do with making more money, being more successful, or in this case, having more sexual partners. It doesn't have to do with that. If you go that route, it will never be satisfactory. Instead, look within you. Look at opening up your body, letting go of blockages, letting go of tension. And you know when it'll start to work because the moment you do it, the moment you start to do your practices, start to do these stretches, you feel better. And a lot of times it happens instantly. It's, you don't have to wait days or weeks. This is something that you'll instantly feel. And when you feel it, remember it. Take an impression of it and then do it again tomorrow or do it again later. And the more that you do it, the more you get familiar with this new feeling, this new feeling of ease and peace. So then when you do go after creating a better financial for yourself, you know, or cultivating a better relationship, there's not this sense of lack and the sense of neediness, you know, behind it. Therefore, everything will be a lot better. Awesome. Well, 
Thank you guys for another episode of Body Over Minds. I appreciate you guys listening and we'll see you on the next episode.